This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Traditional interference by foreign spies remains the greatest danger, but interference using cyber, cyber means is a growing concern. The scale, speed, range, and impact of foreign interference has grown as a result of the internet, social media platforms, and the availability of cheaper and more accessible cyber tools. These include social media, botnets, fake news, and advertising campaigns designed to confuse public opinion and influence our political system. Sounds fun. That is uh, CSIS director David Vignon, who was uh, speaking uh, in a rare public appearance in Toronto on Tuesday, and he basically stated that uh, Canada has a sponsored espionage system at play. And so they're issuing this dire warning to business leaders saying there is a big threat and it's going to put our entire economy at risk. And so CSIS is now warning that um, hostile foreign states are using a number of clandestine methods to steal our secrets. And it can involve anything from extortion, cyber attacks, buying companies so that they can steal trade secrets. So while terror very much remains our biggest national security threat, espionage and foreign interference are now also biggest threats to prosperity and our national interests. And when this article kind of came out, a lot of the national security experts, anyone you know or follow on social media, they were all kind of like, whoa, this is a big one. Let's bring in Tom Quiggin, former military intelligence officer, RCMP advisor, and a court-appointed expert on jihadist terrorism in both the federal and criminal courts of Canada. He joins us now. Hello there. Good evening, Alex. Thanks for inviting me to your show. Always my pleasure. Um, your reaction to this is what? Well, the timing of the report is no accident. There's nothing actually new going on here. There's nothing that he's revealed that's shocking or different what we've known from the last few years but the timing is really interesting there has been a huge upswing in state-sponsored espionage especially here in the west and it's coming largely from china uh china china russia and iran i mean that's to to put it in a bit of a joking way that's where the problems come from uh back in about 2010 china cleaned out the treasury board of canada and cleaned out the canadian ministry of finance took every bit of data out of uh, all of their computer systems they did the same thing to the australian government the french foreign ministry etc etc now even more interestingly from a security and a commercial point of view which is what they were talking about here is espionage against businesses uh, back in about 2011, a company called RSI in the United States, which is a supposed high-end security company, got hacked by the government of China, and then the government of China used that information to hack Lockheed and stole the entire uh, F-35 fighter jet radar uh, information. So this Fun. stuff is real. It's serious. It's been going on for years. But what's fascinating is the 5G networks are being rolled out now. And what a lot of folks have missed is 5G networks are different from the 3G and the okay, 4G. Okay, hold on. What are the 5G yeah. networks? Because I, I don't know. Okay, that's sorry, way too technical is, for me. 
All righty. The, the networks that make your cell phones work, the networks mm. that allow you to download okay, cool. movies on your computer and this sort of stuff, the, the backbone and architecture right. of all the servers and stuff together that make this work, the old 3G and 4G networks were a bunch of different components all kind of bolted together, wired together, hooked together through microwave systems. Uh, and collectively, you know, your cell phone worked, your computer worked, your iPad worked or whatever. What, now, if you could hack into one of those components, you could get into that component, but you couldn't necessarily get into the entire network. Right. What's different about the 5G networks is they are designed to be consistent throughout, and they're designed to be incredibly fast as well. Uh, but if you hack into one component of a 5G network successfully, it gives you access pretty much to the entire network. So what's what the big panic here now in America, Australia, United Kingdom, France, Germany, and a few other places is that Huawei Technologies uh, has been bidding heavily to provide a lot of the equipment for these networks. The Americans have effectively banned them. Uh, the Australians have done the same thing. The New Zealanders look like they've just done the same thing, saying none of the server equipment, none of the other equipment will be allowed to come from Huawei because the Chinese government effectively controls this company and it means basically anything goes on to your network uh, will wind up in the hands of the Chinese government. So, yeah, it's, it's quite a statement uh, from, the, uh, from the folks at CSIS to come out and say this. Yeah, and we have a government that has a particular admiration for the Chinese government and the dictatorship. Um, is, are we too cozy currently with the Chinese government or are we already working on this? Um, there has been some toing and froing in the Canadian government uh, about what to do with the Huawei situation. Uh, up to several months ago, it looked like they were just going to go ahead and let Huawei do their thing. And then uh, the public safety minister, Ralph Goodale, said he was talking to the Australians, of all things, when he suddenly realized that Huawei is a threat and he ordered a security review. Whether anything comes out of that or not is another question. And as you mentioned, Prime Minister Trudeau actually admires, quote unquote, the basic dictatorship of China, which is an absolutely <laughs> oh, yeah. shocking statement. Uh, and a bunch of money keeps going to the Trudeau Foundation from Chinese companies. So there's a suspicion that, yeah, we're way too close to this. Uh, although that may change uh, on Friday of this week in a bail hearing in a Vancouver courtroom. But right. we'll see. Yeah, well, that's interesting, though. But but do you get the sense that CSIS came out publicly because they are concerned that the government is moving too slowly on this? Yeah, my, my, my feeling is very much that it isn't that, you know, all of a sudden economic espionage has overtaken terrorism as a, as a sec national security threat or something like this. I think this is very much a part, uh, very much an effort on the part of the national security apparatus of the country, in this case, CSIS to draw attention to the fact that we have a major problem going on. We're having industries destroyed, we're having information being lost, we're having government information taken away from us, and we need to start taking this stuff much more seriously than we have been to date. And as I mentioned earlier, once the 5G networks start getting rolled out, uh, folks are going to love 5G because it is just like blindingly fast compared to what we've got now. Yeah. But it's also incredibly vulnerable uh, right. in a certain way that we haven't figured out how to handle yet. So, Well, well you'd kind yeah, of think I that think in 2018 we'd have this thing nailed down. It kind of surprises me that we are so antiquated uh, and we're always just so reactive with this. So if, if, if people are, I mean, look, businesses are obviously the threat. What individual advice uh, would you be giving to, uh, you know, business owners and leaders in this country? Well, I mean, right now, I mean, to go to the very top would be to tell the, you know, the prime minister and the rest of the government, 
we should not be buying computer equipment from countries whose primary aim is to destroy our economies. And at the top of that list, of course, right. uh, is China and also Russian, Russia and Iran to a certain degree, although neither one of those are major producers of goods. The other thing that's truly, it, it's funny to say this, and folks laugh when you say it, but here's the thing, change your password regularly. That actually works, believe it or not. Here's another thing. If you get a PDF from somebody and you weren't expecting it and you didn't know who it came from, do not open that. Some of the worst hacks in the world have occurred because some otherwise well-meaning employee yeah. opened a PDF to see what was in it. And the next thing you know, there's malware in the computer. So when RSI was hacked, which ultimately resulted in the loss of all the material for the F-35 radar project to China, it was described by IRSA and Lockheed as this massive, coordinated, super high-tech, you know, uh, hacking account that, you know, crushed their defenses. Well, the actual reality was it was an employee who opened a PDF, which was describing how the company was going to be reorganized, something all the people in the company wanted to know. That's how the malware got into the system, <laughs> and that's how they got undone. This is not high-tech stuff. This no. is the fascinating part that a lot of people talk about these things as though it's super high-tech stuff. But what's working really well uh, is the much more sort of socially orientated uh, malware that can be dropped in through a PDF. You may get these things. Folks get these uh, emails the odd time. That uh, says, like oh, I wouldn't yeah. know. I wouldn't know if it, if it hit me in the head. That's how that's how unsophisticated I am with technology. Yeah. So I just don't open anything. <laughs> Yeah, don't open Just anything. Just don't open anything. <laughs> when, you get, when you get a thing from PayPal that says your account has been compromised or something, yeah. somebody is trying to put malware on The only ones I respond to are the Ni Nigerian princes because they, they offer me a lot of money. Yes, that's for sure. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I don't know if your, uh, your viewers have picked up on it, but something fascinating happened in Canada this week. We're going to hear more about it tomorrow and Friday. The head or, or the chief financial officer of Huawei, the seventh largest IT company in the world, uh, the chief financial officer of that company was arrested in Vancouver, yeah. apparently on Saturday. Oh, wait. Yeah, was that not? That's making headlines now. Today. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. The news just came out today. She is the daughter of the founder of the company, in addition to being its chief financial officer. And her father is a former uh, People's Liberation Army officer. Mm. Very, very, very well connected to the government of China. Wow. This is going to be a huge international embarrassment for Canada. Uh, she was arrested at the request of the Americans because yeah. she's wanted for violating Iranian sanctions. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Uh, this this so is really going to screw up the prime minister's dinner. Oh, boy. Yes, it's going to be interesting <laughs> because now the sort of question has to come out. How much did CSIS know about this whole sanctions busting thing and about her before yeah. uh, they made the, the presentation by David Vignon, which was like, it was last Saturday she was arrested. Yeah. So the pressure is on. On the one hand, Canada is almost obligated to support a legal arrest warrant from our nearest ally, i.e. America. But at the same time, uh, Trudeau is trying to develop a very cozy relationship with China. And now we've just arrested the daughter of the founder of one of their largest and most prestigious uh, IT companies. Mm. Uh, so we're poor old Trudeau, and I, I say that <laughs> yeah, with a bit of sympathy. I don't actually like him, but you know what? I recognize he's in a rough spot here. Yeah, he's of his own making. Of his own Americans making, Tom. China. Yeah, well. Oh, yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> but he's caught between America and China, and there are very few good options. So lots of folks are going to be watching the bell hearing on Friday in Vancouver. Fascinating. Yeah, that's interesting. Tom, thank you. i got to let you go on that note, but it is fascinating. Thank you. Okay.
Thanks, mate. That's Tom Quiggin. And interestingly, that that headline kind of came up late today of this arrest, and I didn't really understand it. I was like, oh, it's a big story, but what is it? Now it all makes sense. Now I'm going to go read the story, and it'll make more sense. But yeah, that's one to watch for, so that's all uh, very interesting. Maybe that's why CSIS came out yesterday, because they knew that she had been arrested, and who knows? We will watch this one for sure. Let's take a little trip back just for a moment. The level of, of uh, admiration I actually have for China, um, because their you know, basic dictatorship. Oh yeah, and the ladies. Oh, they swooned. Oh, he's so smart. I love the dictatorship too. <laughs> oh, what's a dictatorship? This is Global News Radio.